so glad you joined me today. I have a message for you from Jesus. Let's acknowledge him first of all. Jesus, we thank you and praise you that you are here for us all the time, that you gave your spirit so that you could always, always, always be with us forever and comfort us and talk to us and teach us and so that we can know each other. So we thank you today, Lord, that you are sharing with us how you feel once again. I love it so much when you tell me how you feel. I want to know. I want to know you. We want to know you, Lord. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. So I was in the car and the radio came on and a song played. And it captured my attention as if when you're reading the Bible, when you read the Word, or, you, or something just sticks out at you and you know it's Jesus. And at first I, I thought of someone I know, actually my brother who likes the song. And then I thought, no, it's not about him. And then I thought a little about myself, and I realized it was Jesus. He was telling me how he felt again. And he wants me to share that with you today. The name of the song that um, he was singing that day in the car, I believe he was singing it to me, is Behind Blue Eyes. But I saw Jesus, and I know his eyes are brown. And so I'm going to read this to you without altering it except for the eyes part. Because who am I to say what he was feeling? So I'm not going to take away from what was read here. But after I, I read this, I'm going to read you something I felt like he said to me as well. So the song says, um, here it is. No one knows what it's like be the bad man. I hope I can get through this without crying. Let's start again. No one knows what it's like to be the bad man, to be the sad man behind brown eyes. And no one knows what it's like to be hated, to be faded to telling only lies. But my dreams, they aren't as empty as my conscience seems to be. I have hours only lonely. My love is vengeance that's never free. No one knows what it's like to feel those feelings like I do, and I blame you. No one bites back as hard on their anger. None of my pain and woe can show through. But my dreams, they aren't as empty as my conscience seems to be. I have hours only lonely. My vengeance, my love is vengeance that's never free. No one knows what it's like to be mistreated, to be defeated, behind blue eyes, behind brown eyes. And no one knows how to say that they're sorry and don't worry. I'm not telling lies. But my dreams, they aren't as empty as my conscience seems to be. I have hours only lonely. My love is vengeance that's never free. 
No one knows what it's like to be the bad man, to be the sad man behind brown eyes. When I heard him singing this, I, I thought right away about Isaiah. May I read that to you next? This is a New Living Translation. Who has believed our message? To whom has the Lord revealed his powerful arm? My servant grew up in the Lord's presence like a tender green shoot, like a root in dry ground. There was nothing beautiful or majestic about his appearance, nothing to attract us to him. He was despised and rejected, a man of sorrows, acquitted with deepest grief. He, we turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised and we did not care, yet it was our weakness he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were a punishment from God a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion, crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us like sheep have strayed away. We have left God's paths to follow our own, yet the Lord laid him on him the sins of us all. He was oppressed and treated harshly, yet he never said a word. He was led like a lamb to slaughter, and as a sheep is silent before the shears, he did not open his mouth. Unjustly condemned, he was laid away. No one cared what he did without descendants. No one cared that he died without descendants, that his life was cut short in midstream. But he was struck down for the rebellion of my people. He had done no wrong and never deceived anyone. But he was buried like a criminal, and he was put in a rich man's grave. But it was the Lord's good plan to crush him and cause him grief. Yet when his life is made an offering for sin, he will have many descendants. He will enjoy long life, and the Lord's good plan will prosper in his hands. When he sees all that is accomplished by his anguish, he was satisfied. And because of his experience, my righteous servant, will make it possible for many to be counted righteous. For he will bear all their sins. I will give him the honors of, victorious, of a victorious soldier because he has exposed himself to death. He has counted among rebels. He bore the sins of many and interceded for rebels. That's what it reminded me of. I want to read this to you once more. No one knows what it's like to be a bad man, to be a sad man, behind brown eyes, and no one knows what it's like to be hated, to be faded, to be telling only lies. But my dreams, they aren't as empty as my conscience seems to be. I have hours only lonely. My lover's vengeance, that's never free. No one knows what it's like to feel those feelings. Like I do, I blame you. No one bites back as hard on their anger. None of my pain and woe can show through. But my dreams, they aren't as empty as my conscience seems to be. I have hours only lonely. My love is vengeance that's never free. No one knows what it's like to be mistreated, to be defeated behind blue eyes. And no one knows how to say that they're sorry. And don't worry, I'm not telling lies. But my dreams, they aren't as empty. My conscience as my conscience seems to be. 
I have hours only lonely, but my love is vengeance that's never free. No one knows what it's like to be the bad man, to be the sad man behind blue eyes. Do you know why he's sad? I want to show it, share his heart with you. He loves you, and you ignore him, if that's you. He gave his life for you, yet you hated him. You faded him to only telling lies. No one knows what it's like to feel those feelings he had for you, yet to be the bad man to be hated for loving you. But his dreams, they are not empty, for you are in them. My love is wholeness, and it never ends. If you'd believe me, I would cry, and I would feel so loved, and I'd be full. Then I wouldn't be the bad that you judged me to be, but then I would be your savior, yes, your savior, and I could make you whole. I only long for your love. That's all, all I want. That's what he wanted me to share with you today. He said, we, we've just been passive, those of us who know him, and just let things slide. And he longs for us to recognize him to be a part of his life, to live with him and not let things slide. When you hear a lie about him, tell the truth. Tell the truth. Don't be quiet, but stand up for him. He's coming and he's sad because we're not ready. He told me that he's sad, and Peter says that. He's long-suffering as he waits for us. He's not late, but he doesn't want to come because he, come he loves us so much that he doesn't even want one of us to perish. But we have gods before him. We're teaching our children things that are not right. We lie about him. We don't know him. And if he were to come, when we're not ready, many would perish. He's sad that we don't believe him. And many say, I believe him. But do you? Could you just once, when you have a headache, run to Jesus instead of the Tylenol? Could you stop talking about her over and over again? Could you stop condemning yourself? Would you tell your children the truth about Easter, that it's not about the Easter bunny, but it's about Jesus? He's offended, he's hurt, and he's crying, and he's waiting for us, and he gave his life for us, even though he knew how things were going to turn out. And even though he knows, he's not giving up. He's reaching out to you today through me because he loves you. He wants you to know he's in love with you. And he wants you to know that you're not ready. And he's asking you not to be prideful and think you are, but actually come to him and ask him if you're ready and what you need to do to be ready. He wants you to know that he loves you 
so, so very much. And he only corrects those that he loves. So if you feel corrected today, know that he dearly and tenderly loves you. Revelation 3.19 He's telling you so you can be ready, so you don't live a lie, so you're not teaching your children a lie. Bring the children to me, saith the Lord. Show them who I am. Bring them up in my ways. He's sad. Listen to this. He's so sad. He's looked at as the bad man by many. And he's sad. He's grieving that we don't know and we don't understand and we don't go to him to find out. Many of you have unsaved loved ones and you don't say anything to them because you're afraid. And you know what he's thinking? He's sad. He's crying for them. He's beckoning you to tell them about him. Live the life. Don't just talk about it. They're not going to listen to you. They're going to watch you. Jesus said, I only do what I do because the Father does it. I say what I say because the Father says it. What about you? Can you make him happy? Say what he would say? Could you do what he would do? Would you put yourself aside and just stay in that relationship anyway? Just because it's not about you? Could you do that for him? Would you lay down your life for him like he did for you? He's asking you, would you? If you love him, you're going to care about what he cares about. And he cares about those that don't know him. And, and you don't care. You just keep walking by. I know I have. And he said, don't walk by that person. They need to know me. How can you just walk by and not tell them I'm coming? Before it's too late. He gave his life for you. He took those stripes for your healing. He made it so you don't have to have any worries, yet we spend our whole life worrying about what we're going to eat, what we're going to drink, and what we're going to wear. We don't live any different than the heathen. He said that. The Father cares for you. And if you just let him take care of you, you take care of his stuff, he'll take care of your stuff. That's what he tells me. So this message today, I thought was too late. I thought it should be Friday, and he said, no. It's for today. It's for now. It's my heart, and I'm asking you to share it. He's sad. He's human. He's God. He's a person. He has feelings, and he has compassion for you. And for those that you know that don't know him, and for those that you don't like, you talk about, you put down, you let them rub you the wrong way, that's evil. He would say your father is the devil. That's what he said to the Pharisees. Jesus is telling you the truth because he wants to save you. He wants to be your savior. If he didn't care, he'd lie to you. If I didn't care, I wouldn't be doing this message for him, but I'm showing you his heart because he showed me to show you.
Ask him to come and live on the inside of you so he can show you who he is. Listen to him. And if you've already asked him but you don't hear him, then don't go anywhere until you do. If you don't hear him, it's because he knows you don't want to hear it. Will you listen? Will you heed his voice? He said if you would, he'd come and live on the inside of you. Revelation 3.20 If you would heed my voice, I will come and live on the inside of you. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for showing us how you feel and why you're waiting, why you're not here. Show us our sin, Lord, that you already have delivered us from. Show us the truth. We want to know the truth so that we can live with you forever and ever and ever. We want to be like you because you're good. We thank you that you have come to give us life to the full until it overflows. We receive that from you. We receive that from you. Now, if you said that prayer, Jesus is waiting for you. He wants you to come and get on your knees and talk to him. Him living on the inside of you means you can hear him, and he's with you all the time. He said the Holy Spirit would come, the Father would send the Spirit. He'd be your counselor, your standby, anything you need. He's there for you right now, all the time. Fellowship with him. Read the Word. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God, and he is his Word. And then when you follow his Word, he'll be manifesting himself to you. He'll be showing you more of himself. Thank you so much for listening today. Thank you.